This is Daniel Fagella, Head of Research at Emerge Artificial Intelligence Research, and you're listening to the AI in Business podcast. We're talking today about the difference between analytics and AI, not just conceptually, because I don't think many of you are really interested in a purely conceptual understanding there, but practically, in terms of our projects, in terms of how to strategically approach analytics versus AI projects, what does that actually mean for us? We speak this week with Baskar Roy. Baskar is with Fractal Analytics. We've interviewed uh, many C-suite leaders from Fractal Analytics over the years, and Baskar is a great addition to the Fractal folks that we've gotten to interview. He previously held high-level analytics roles at organizations like Target and Accenture before moving over to Fractal and now working on a lot of artificial intelligence projects. We talk about two broad topics here. Number one, when it comes to selling or finding a fit for AI versus analytics inside of an enterprise, how does the process differ? So if you are working in an enterprise, as my listener right now, and you're wondering what's it going to look like to interact with vendors, what's it going to look like to win stakeholder approval for an analytics versus an AI project, there are differences. And we're going to set some expectations about those differences today on the show. We're also going to talk about delivery. How is the delivery of value for an AI project versus an analytics project different? What can you expect when you actually get a deal signed, you're moving forward on an exciting project, what's the journey going to look like? from your perspective as a leader, if it's an AI-related project versus if it's a purely analytics-related project. And at the very end, we talk about the elements that are similar between the two. Baskar has some great experience in both worlds, and I think he brings the best of both worlds to this interview. Some of you listening in are AI service providers, and if you are, Baskar has another episode on our podcast called the AI Consulting Podcast. This is our new podcast just for AI advisors, strategists, and consultants. And if you want to know, know more about finding AI opportunities with your clients, about taking your clients' initial AI ideas and turning those into real projects that you can actually move forward with and turn into kind of a real deal and, and some value for that particular customer. From a consultant's perspective, I would tell you to check out the AI Consulting Podcast. Pretty easy. You can go on Apple Podcasts. You can go on Google, go on Spotify, SoundCloud. Type in the AI Consulting Podcast. This is our newest show. It is just for the service providers among you. I know more than half of our listeners are kind of in the enterprise ecosystem, but a very large percentage of you are either current consultants and service providers or you're people who are thinking about getting into consulting and service providing. And if that's the case, absolutely make sure you check out the AI Consulting Podcast. Again, you can find it on Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify. Baskar has another episode there where he goes even deeper around what it looks like to actually find the AI fit for clients and move forward towards a project. So check out that other show and otherwise enjoy some of the insights here with Baskar in this episode. We're talking about analytics and AI. This is Baskar Roy with Fractal Analytics here on the AI and Business Podcast. So Baskar, you've got obviously a lot of hands-on experience at Fractal. Fractal's a well-known firm in this space, but your background is in analytics. Uh, you were at you know, Target and Accenture and doing analytics at rather large organizations. And there's a lot of similarities there, a lot of great transferable lessons between the two, and also some differences. I want to talk to you a bit today about some of the differences between more pure analytics-oriented projects and then AI ML-oriented projects, as you've seen a lot of both. And the first question is around how they're sold. What is the difference when we're, we're selling into an enterprise? They've got a need of some kind um, or an opportunity they want to explore uh, in the pure analytics area of things or in the AI area of things. How is the sales process different between, you know, again, purely analytics and a project that really involves ML? Absolutely. Thanks. Great, great question, Dan. And as I've as I've looked at different situations through my career, 
the one thing that's that stands out to me is of course as you talk about analytics or other uh, data driven decisions at a more basic level those have tended to become more commoditized over time uh, these are in the form of either existing systems that client have internally they need somebody to either maintain that for them or create your routine dashboards and and reports that can drive uh, their day to day decisioning so much more tactical in nature uh, is where analytics probably plays a, a bigger part so that that's one second on the flip side is is as clients look at uh, machine learning and ai led solutions those tend to be much more strategic in nature strategic for their business to drive their uh, their revenue and costs on a regular basis for example uh, you can think of recommender systems you can think of systems that leverage uh, audio and video data to be driving the business forward those are the kind of uh, ai led led solutions that a lot of organizations are either experimenting with or already implementing uh, in terms of solutions in their in their day to day business okay so yeah you mentioned kind of the commoditization of that and, and i imagine that's been over time maybe when you started in analytics it was less commoditized talk about maybe what what elements of the the analytics ecosystem are more you know commoditized means they're kind of plug and play they're kind of off the shelfable it's sort of somewhat of a solved problem not like it's easy necessarily every time but but it's more again i think about it as off the shelfable if you have a different definition that's great but i'd love to hear about how it's become that way compared to yep. when analytics first began absolutely absolutely and and the difference uh, uh, probably that comes in dan is over time a lot of these uh, applications of analytics uh, so to say are more about keeping the lights on for the business these are more bau activities uh, that are, that clients and organizations are looking to do which is where analytics plays a big part and as you rightly said uh, even though the tools might be off the shelf there is a lot of effort that still goes oh, in yeah. to make sure that you are crafting those those solutions the right way to have the desired impact and adoption of those solutions themselves so that that's one part on the analytics uh, aspects ai is where clients are mostly looking at driving their business forward right for example as i as i th- as you think of uh, banks uh, for example banks tend to leverage a lot of ai uh to understand what kind of customers makes sense to acquire what their long term value for the bank looks like while balancing that that out with the different risk elements that they take on when they when they bring on a new customer and and all of that uh, that good stuff so it is that that's the distinction that i see one is driving the business forward which is where ai and machine learning tend to play a bigger part more bau and and set in what we are doing today to keep the lights on is where probably analytics continues to play a, a much bigger part and and that also i think reflects in the volumes that we see on the on them ai and ml projects probably uh, fewer to come by but drive a lot of impact whereas analytics and and data led projects are many more in number overall got it okay yeah and i imagine it'll be that way for a while i mean it's until until the enterprise world has a a great data infra and really great reporting and fluency of their existing data they won't all be ready to blossom into ai uh so it makes sense it's you know we're we're still kind of can we get our bearings can we stop using a yellow pad can we stop using an excel sheet you know we're we're still working on that and then then the ai uh will come when it comes to the sale of a, an ai oriented solution with a customer whether it's a bank or it's a retailer you guys work across many industries i would imagine that you know keeping the lights on conversations maybe are are more limited conversations for the sale and then what's the future of the business and 
what kind of customers could be those more open-ended things feel like a different kind of conversation. So when it comes to to the sale to an enterprise of, of solving their problem with, with you know, an analytic solution or AI, how is it different at that level? You've articulated how the technologies manifest differently and solve different kinds of problems generally, but how does that translate to your job in terms of, you know, getting a, a project with a customer? Absolutely. And uh, the, the differences start showing up uh, not just in the sale process from our perspective, but also from how clients are looking at it. AI and machine learning led problems uh, tend to be, as, as I mentioned, much more strategic in nature. And therefore, there is a lot of due diligence that kind of goes into the whole process from the client end itself in trying to understand how this plays into their, their long term strategy is, is one. Second, are the different components that we are talking about in this long term solution compatible with what I have internally available? Can it work with, with what I have today? and then take it to that next level. That's the second consideration that we typically hear about. And third, of course, is you need to showcase value that you've driven previously using at least some of these components. It cannot just be an idea or a framework that you're talking to them about. There has to be something that backs uh, the organization and the client to actually take that on and do that that long-term transformation that can be driven through that AI machine learning-led solution uh, to be able to do that. And therefore, it's much longer term uh, in terms of the sale process and then the impact also, of course, that it can drive for organizations. Got it. So, yeah, more to explore, more to think about in near terms of near-term proving. I would imagine maybe if we're just building a dashboard, so long as we can kind of get the data together and so long as we can show what it would look like, maybe it's a little bit less complicated than, oh, here's a, a lead scoring process that factors for customer lifetime value for lending applicants or something. It's like, that's there's a lot more factors. We, we don't really know how well this is going to work out. A lot more R&D going into it. So being able to find those shorter term wins is more exploration, more longer term thinking, et cetera. So, okay, cool. So some complexity there on the upfront when it comes to AI because of how many more possibilities and because of how much uh, more goes into it. When it comes to the delivery of these kinds of projects, I imagine there might be some sorts of differences as well. You know, Fractal, I'm sure, does some projects with uh, maybe it's a giant retailer where really we just want to have some strong analytics on, you know, inventory numbers and sales data. We have things in so many silos, some stuff's in the cloud, some stuff isn't in the cloud. And we just want leadership to be able to in a given morning, know where we're at to the best of our knowledge, given our current data. And it doesn't involve AI. And then you have other projects where maybe we have a certain amount of data fluency and infrastructure, and we're going to build something that's more a pure ML kind of solution that's going to sit on top of that. Yeah. In terms of delivery, you know, I imagine the complexity probably mirrors the sales complexity. Um, in terms of delivery, what are the core differences from your standpoint as a service provider and the client standpoint for a pure analytics project versus an AI one? Sure. Sure. Uh, first, starting with a pure analytics project, that is where, given the nature of uh, of how it has evolved over time and, and become commoditized to a certain extent, as I mentioned earlier, the interactions with the end client uh, tend to be tend to be more limited. You start with an initial inter- interaction. You try to understand what they're looking to do differently to what they might already have, and then kind of go ahead and execute on that. It's it's uh, a lot more cookie cutter from that uh, from that perspective. But as you get to AI and machine learning led solutions, it's, it tends to be much more iterative in nature. There has to be regular touch bases that you have with end stakeholders. You do quick tests in the market to understand how the solution is is faring, and it is much more involved as a process from both our perspective as well as the client's perspective. And those are things that we call out to clients as we are 
talking to them in the initial phases itself uh, to at least be able to understand what kind of time investment it needs from what kind of folks internally in the client organization to be able to make it a success uh, at the end. And that's how the delivery kind of runs. Yeah, so setting those expectations. Hey, if we're going to do this together, here's the kind of iteration back and forth we're going to need. Here's the kind of participation we'll need from subject matter experts and IT people. Here's the kind of time horizon we might need to spin up this kind of pilot. You'll really need to set those expectations. I imagine with AI, it's also probably harder for the client to know what am I getting into? What what will be my commitment? Yep. Because the projects themselves are so much more amorphous. As opposed to analytics, it's like, probably you're going to need to access these systems and I'll give you these resources and I'm 85% sure that'll be good enough for you. But with AI, Absolutely. you probably have to paint the whole picture with them and, and it's a, a totally different story. True. Got it. Okay, cool. And then, yeah, service-wise, service, service wise, you know, the, the analytics projects, I imagine a little bit more clear-cut, probably some some level of you know, iteration still still goes there. Both projects, I imagine, if you do well, would lead to to maybe something else and something more. You know, you and I have talked before about how sometimes picking a first AI project that could be kind of a, a good win would lead towards a broader vision of where we're trying to get to in terms of the market, in terms of a bigger capability. And so if we can have some early success, we can roll that forward into to broader projects. On the analytics side, I imagine that's similar as well. You know, we want dashboards to do these things. If you knock all that out of the park, there would be something else that would it would lead to. I, I imagine as a services firm, it behooves you and probably your client too to think of both as, I guess, you know, continuing rolling processes to help evolve that that customer. Is that any different between the two, between AI and analytics? Is there any any differences there? No, it's it's actually not. I, I, I would tend to agree with what you were mentioning, Dan, where uh, both of these tend to lead to uh, are a part of a larger vision that the organization is trying to uh, trying to move towards, right? Your standard analytics work uh, is still where you, as, as a service provider, try to make a difference, make a difference by, of course, doing things quicker and faster. That is one, so that you drive value for the organization. But second, what do you do with that with that spare time that uh, that you have now on hand which the organization probably was spending uh, earlier and and that essentially can then be driven towards innovation projects how do you do much more of mvps test out concepts in the market and then decide which are the right ones to then move forward with out of out of every 10 that you end up doing potentially one is what will stand out as something that that stands the market and can actually be scaled into a full-time solution. So a lot of that time comes in from things that you are driving efficiency on your day-to-day -day analytics work that, that kind of goes on. Closing question, I guess, because we've got another minute or so, Baskar, and you've seen so much in both of these worlds, analytics and AI. We've heard, you know, conversations around, well, kind of, you know, BI is is like the natural predecessor to AI or RPA is natural predecessor to AI. And some of these, the older oversimplifications is a little bit too much sometimes. Um, and, and it's not, not really always the case. I can certainly see some instances where analytics really is a necessary precursor to AI. And I can see some other times when it's it's not necessarily. Uh, it's, it's really mm -hmm. not, it, they don't necessarily build one, two uh, in, in all use cases, certainly not in the same way. For you, how do you think about the relationship of the two? I guess generally it's like, okay, well, if we can do reporting and we at least have our data with analytics, it makes AI easier. But do, do you almost always frame them as a kind of a ladder in some way to a client? Or how do you like to think about the relationship between those two? 
Sure. Uh, and so mo- more than a ladder, I would say it's a continuum. It's a continuum from your analytics to your different in-between stages like an RPA or a BI or anything else that you were talking about leading up to your AI. The difference probably comes in is AI is, is probably more forward-looking. It kind of leads the organization forward on what to expect and how to interact with their clients or customers in turn. Whereas analytics is probably more backward looking or, or tells you what is or what has happened already. Right? So that, that's a key difference that, that we kind of see. So the interoperability that, that kind of comes in is the building blocks for both is the same. It is ensuring you have your, your data in place, your golden record holds true, you have your data governance uh, kind of working right. Because without those building blocks, neither your analytics nor your AI will actually succeed uh, the right way. So that's so a lot of times as we engage with client, it actually is going to that minus one level to see if that data actually stands the test of what you want to drive forward as a business and, and then kind of move forward from there. Got it. So is it a strong enough foundation to do that reaching into the future or do we really need to tighten this thing up before we start leaning on it to tell us where to go moving forward? Absolutely. Cool. I think that is a good kind of grounded takeaway for the folks tuned in, uh, sort of forward looking versus, you know, keeping the lights on as you had framed it very tersely there. I think that works out well. So anyway, Vaskar, I know we're up on time, but thanks so much for being able to join us again on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dan. Thanks for having me here. So that's all for this episode of the AI and Business Podcast. Thank you so much to Baskar for being able to join us on this episode. And thank you so much for you for tuning all the way through to the end of this episode. Again, as I mentioned before in the introduction, I thought Baskar was a great guest. I had him on for an, an additional interview focused on finding the AI fit with customers and clients. So if you want to know how to take the intent of an initial customer who has an AI project idea and actually turn that into a project, maybe you're a consultant and you want to be able to close more deals, or maybe you're an internal enterprise leader and some of your bosses, or maybe even you yourself has a project that you want to move forward. What does it look like to win that stakeholder approval and to move towards a yes, despite the complexities of AI, to still be able to to move a project forward? Baskar's episode on the AI Consulting Podcast is worth listening to. So again, you can go on Google, type in the AI Consulting Podcast or at emerge.com. That's E-M-E-R-J.com. Up in the top menu, you'll see podcasts. In the dropdown is going to be the AI Consulting Podcast. Subscribe on whatever audio platform you prefer, but I would love for you to be a listener there as well. I appreciate you being a listener here on the AI and Business Podcast. And again, I appreciate you listening all the way through on this episode. So thanks again for being with us. I look forward to catching you in the next episode of the AI and Business Podcast.